0: Greetings and salutations from Times Square, Crossroads of the World. This is the Muni Lowdown, produced by DebtWire Municipals, where we talk about this week's most interesting stories in the municipal bond market. And I am your host, Young Lim, desk editor at DebtWire Municipals. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to our show. Bienvenido. Uh, Today is Thursday, January 14, 2021. And today, we have a special guest on our show. Our reporter in San Juan, Puerto Rico, Eva Lorenz has interviewed the new 32nd Speaker of the House of Puerto Rico, Rafael Hernandez. He is affiliated with the Popular Democratic Party, which currently controls the legislature. He has been a member of the House of Representatives in Puerto Rico since 2009, representing District 11 that comprises the northern city of Dorado and portions of the cities of Vega Alta, and Vega Baja. Hernandez is a Democrat who served as co-chair on the 2020 presidential campaign for Joe Biden. So let's go to San Juan and Abel Lorenz, take it away.
1: Hey, Mr. Tapito Hernandez was elected last Monday as a House Speaker in a majority vote. You only, uh, uh, it was pretty much unanimous. I'm gonna start because he's really busy. I'm gonna start with the questions. We're pretty much asking you about the bankruptcy you're proposing legislation that would require the financial oversight and management board to be more transparent. And how are you planning to do that, given the fact that the board is regulated by federal law?
2: The first thing we are, we are we're going to be lobbying in Congress, especially now that we have Democrats controlling the House and the Senate, uh, and amendments in the way that the, the structural of the ethical uh, federal law applies, to the members of the board but right now they they are in the limbo they they, they don't get the obligations over the uh, commonwealth law of ethics mm-hmm. and the federal law so they they are in this limbo like they are territory officers and and uh, if we at least establish that they are federal employees or federal uh, and the ruling of the federal uh, government apply to them this is going to be a huge change because you're going to they're gonna comply with those laws and you know, the, the conflicts of interest and, uh, and and the ethics of the federal government will apply to them. Then it's gonna be better. to so that it's gonna be more transparency and know where their investors funds, they they they, get, they have uh, uh, you know, participations of the Bonamians and stuff like that. But it's gonna be better for us as a as a house is the the clear and transparency of the process of the restructuring.
1: Hey, I, I was going to ask you, but but you have legislation that you filed that you introduced to make it more transparent. Yeah,
2: we, so, we, so we are we are uh, established over here. Uh, the complete change of the legal structure over here in, in, in the state level, and but, but the other thing is we are established that we have to uh, uh, all the appointments, uh, all, all, all the allocations uh-huh. of funds under help. Safety and education and retirement funds and, uh, and it's going to be established by a, a essential, oh, essential, essential, services. essential services that way we can, we can protect those resources against the creditors against the obviously okay. uh, or, 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 or the, the, the bondholders and, and, and people who are you know trying to establish uh, getting their money after their investment in that. Okay. Uh,
1: what is your position regarding the latest offer made by the oversight board to the creditors to restructure the Commonwealth debt, which would require Puerto Rico to pay about one billion in debt service? Uh, the board wants to cut uh, government pensions but, uh, cut pensions, but the government opposes that. And will Puerto Rico be able to exit bankruptcy? What is your position on that latest offer? Sooner
2: or later, we, we have to start paying. So. That, that that's the fact uh-huh. it, 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 it won't be that simple as somebody uh, say that they, they, they won't pay it's sooner or later we have to start paying and we have access to the market but right now we have to adjust mm-hmm. the fiscal plan to our reality our reality in the after Isma maria and the pandemic is uh-huh. a complete difference and, and uh, we have the market the private sector is working with 30 percent of their clients and, and how we have a depressed economic uh, economic sector in that, and how we can fulfill those obligations if we don't have the, the resources. So we have to activate our economy, uh-huh. create jobs, establish a balance, uh, at least the stability
0: yes. of
2: the economic sector. Then we have uh, we can adjust uh, the fiscal plan to that reality.
1: Okay. And what about the debt restructuring? What would you like to see in that? Have you examined the latest debt restructuring?
2: I, I examined it, but it, it's unreal to things that we can pay right now for the federal fund $1 billion in, in debt service.
1: In debt service? You don't think it's real?
2: It's not doable. Right now, in this reality, maybe we're going to have a, a, a budget maybe under $7 billion. I don't know. We have to start looking at those uh, numbers. Of the presumptions that they have. Everything over here in the government is artificial. Everything is based on federal funds. And when we're going to start looking at the reality of a stable economy, Mm -hmm. we need to have a stable economy that is not subsidized by federal uh, funds.
1: So you don't you don't think that this step adjustment plan is 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 uh is sustainable and you don't think we can you, pay the one billion
2: you, you the only thing you have is maybe we could you can pay with the, with the resource of the federal funds when the end of the federal fund then you have uh, a, a second bankruptcy because the the government for not fulfilled those obligations after the end of all the resources paid by the government of oh okay it, so it, it's it's, artifici- it's, a, it's an artificial economy that, you are just moving the impairment five years later, three years later. We have to start thinking about manufacture, create jobs, As a certainty on the 154, and the parity in Medicaid and Medicare, those things will give stability mm-hmm. to the obligations and the resources of the, of, of the general funds state levels, uh, from then you can talk about how much the people of Puerto Rico can pay.
1: Okay, so you don't think we will exit bankruptcy in 2021? You don't think we will leave bankruptcy? You the, doubt it.
2: The, the truth is, the last government did not pass one balanced budget, and the two uh, budget was passed by the board, you know, uh-huh. and I have never supported the board, uh, uh-huh. That's a fact. And, and the truth is uh, the unbalance of the voters in the last two uh, uh, years is the result of the work of the board of the, of the board
1: i i wanted to ask you what is your position regarding the prefa deal are there votes to pass that uh, the restructuring, the Puerto Rico Electric Power Authority's restructuring, uh, because in the last, uh, the last legislative, previous legislature opposed it. I was wondering, would it be easier if for this legis- for this legislature to obtain the votes from this legislature to pass a prepa deal, or or do you think that's not going to happen?
2: We're going to we're going to start uh, investigating the the Luma. Uh, um, energy contract, Energy yeah. contract first. Uh-huh. Because if, if, if Luma is going to raise the the service and, and people will pay more energy in the island and we're going to lose employees, I don't know what is the benefit of the Puerto Rico, this transaction. So uh-huh. I, to start talking about how much they're going to pay and if we're going to support the rise and in the, the increase, in, in, uh-huh. the increase in, in energy, let's talk first with Luma. Uh-huh. and then we talk about debt service.
1: Um, debt service. Okay. So there's the, a, a, the, a balance within those
2: those those obligations.
1: Okay. There's a group of creditors that are saying that the prepa debt restructuring should be thrown out of court. Do you think that's that should be the case? The on Secure Critters Committee specifically, they are the ones that are saying
2: that. That is based because uh, forever has securitization like coffee and stuff like that. I am the one who passed the law, uh-huh. uh, so uh, I understand that. But uh, uh, right now, we need to first thing mm-hmm. we have to start talking about Luma, and then the reveal of the of the energy system in the island. And we have to amend the Stanford Act in a way that in, in instead of replace, we, we can build a new grid, a new structure. That way it's gonna be, uh, we can lower the, the cost of energy in the island. And that's why we have to talk, knock some doors in Congress, at least to give us an exclusion, because mm-hmm. we, we have to change the whole, the, the whole system. That way we can lower the cost. Uh, between the, lo- uh, the lower the costs and lower the, the, the expenses in services, then we can talk about uh, how much we can pay.
1: I have one final question, yes. if you allow me, and I'll, I'll let course. you go. The Financial Oversight Board wants to cut the legislative budget by 11 million, and you have proposed certain consolidations, but I was wondering, what is the relationship of the legislature with the board uh, right now? Uh, they are new members there, and I was just wondering, you said you wanted to meet with them, so did you meet with them, or you haven't met with them I, yet, and what I, is the relationship?
2: I, I, right I see now? it in um, two views, first one politically and against huh. and in reality, as a pragmatic person, uh, we have to deal with it, so as a, we will meet with them as a professional. the professional level and we will sit down and and look forward to uh, start fixing the fiscal problem of puerto rico start paying uh, get access to the to the market and uh, and explain to them the reality we're just talking about here the the, the unpaid uh utilities by by, by the by the capital
1: yeah the capital owns 2.5 million to prepa and to Mm prasa they
2: How, it how, looks like
1: it's going to be difficult for you to pay uh,
2: that. And, and, and how you have an utility that your principal client do not pay. So we will do our thing. We will be, be, do, be, do the good things, and, and then uh, we will sit down with them and look forward to service uh, control, and discipline in a way that we can, we, we can handle maybe some adjustment, additional adjustment, but we will defend
1: uh-huh.
2: uh, the resources of what, that we need. For the, for the democratic process in the island and the, and the obligation and the priorities
0: of the House and the Senate. Okay,
1: well, thank you very much, Mr. House Speaker, for talking to us. Um, and it was to great seeing you again.
0: And that is our show for today. Uh, many thanks to Ava Lorenz, our reporter in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and the new Speaker of the House in Puerto Rico, Rafael Hernandez. Gracias. And to everyone out there, have a great new year. Uh, Feliz Año Nuevo. Hope everyone has a good 2021. We'll catch you again for the latest on distressed mini debt on the mini lowdown here at DebtWire Municipals. Take care, bye. Thanks for listening to the mini lowdown with me, your host, Young Lim. If you want to know more, subscribe to DebtWire.com and follow us on social media. Please leave comments, rate, like, and share. Join us next week when we talk about the latest in the municipal bond market.